Did you ever try to walk around the world? Have you any idea how long it would take? If it were possible to take a plane to the moon, do you know what it would look like? In what way is our Earth like a merry-go-round? If these questions seem to puzzle you, it's because no one knows all there is to know about our wonderful world and the wonderful universe around us. Even our greatest scientists don't know all about it. But they keep trying to learn, and they learn more every day. My daughter Jane is only a little girl, but she's curious too. She's always asking questions, even last week on a very special day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jane. Happy birthday to you. It was Jane's birthday, and everybody was there, including her favorite Uncle Bill, who is a professor of science. I suppose he was the one who started it. At least, it was the present he gave her that started Jane asking questions. After all, the guests had left, and Jane was sitting in the living room with her Uncle Bill and me. Oh, it was the most wonderful party, and I got the most wonderful presents. I'm glad you liked them, Jane. I did, Uncle Bill. I loved them, but... But, but what? But I like your present best. What is it? <laughs> you asked for that, Bill. I told you she wasn't old enough to understand it. Oh, yes, she is. All she needs is a little explanation. Well, what is it? It's a model of the sun and the planets. It shows the position of the Earth, the sun, and the other planets. Well, uh, which is the Earth? That's it, right there. Oh, it looks so tiny. I guess it does look tiny when you see it in the middle of all that space. But compared to the size of a human being, it's a pretty big place. How big? Well, suppose you started to take a walk on your seventh birthday. If you walked six hours every day and you started to walk around the Earth, how long do you think you'd walk? Goodness, I don't know. Well, you'd walk and you'd walk. One year. You'd keep on walking. Two years. But you still wouldn't be finished. You'd go right on walking. Three years. Even if you kept on walking all that time, you'd be more than 10 years old before you came back to the place where you started. Now, do you have some idea of how big the Earth is? Oh, yes, Uncle Bill. The Earth must be the biggest thing ever. Oh, <laughs> no, it isn't. The sun is even bigger. Uh, let me see your other birthday presents. Well, here they are. Now, let's see. Oh, yes, this should do it. Do you see this tennis ball? Yes. Well, if the Earth were the size of this tennis ball, the sun would be as big as this whole house. For the sun is about a million times as big as the Earth. What is the sun, Uncle Bill? Is it a big ball of fire? Oh, no. The sun is a giant ball, but it isn't fire. That is, it's not burning. It sure feels hot enough in the summer. It's hot, all right, because it's made up of whirling, exploding gases, like giant atomic bombs, which are so hot that if they came within a million miles of the Earth, they would burn up everything. Phew, that's too much for me. It's a good thing the Earth doesn't fall into the sun. Oh, that wouldn't happen, would it? Oh, never. Why not, Uncle Bill? I'll have to explain. The Earth is like a big merry-go-round, for it keeps turning round and round very slowly in the sky. 
And you and I and your father and all the people in the world are riding on it. Just as you ride the merry-go-round in the amusement park. Then we don't have to pay for the ride. That's right. But the earth doesn't feel like it's turning. How can you tell? I can answer that one. Well, how can you tell, Daddy? You can tell when you watch the sun. It's the turning of the earth that makes the sun seem to rise, travel across the sky, and set. That's right. Now, because of the way we are turning, we see it rise in the eastern part of the sky and set in the western part. We do the moving, not the sun. I understand that, but I still don't understand why we don't fall into the sun. After all, if we're up in the sky and there's nothing all around us, why do we stay where we are? Well, when you go ice skating, you glide along on the ice. Now, what happens if you just stand still and glide? Well, after a while, you go slower and then slower, and then you stop. Yes, that's because the blades of your skates are rubbing against the ice. That rubbing together is called friction. F-R-I-C-T-I-O-N. And friction is everywhere on Earth. Everything on the Earth is touching or rubbing against something else. That's why everything in motion will stop sooner or later, if you let it alone. But way out in space, millions of miles away, there is no friction. Why not? Well, the Earth doesn't rub against itself, and it has nothing else to rub against, so it keeps on moving. Does it move in a straight line? No. The Earth tries to go in a straight line, but the sun keeps pulling on it. So the Earth neither pulls away nor falls into the Sun. It keeps on going around and around the Sun in what uh, we call an orbit. O-R-B-I-T. I see. Uncle Bill, what was that other word you used? Grav... Grav... Gravity? That's spelled G-R-A-V-I-T-Y. And I'll tell you something about it. This may come as a surprise to you, even to your daddy. But everything has the power to attract all other things. Your books are attracted to the walls of this room. Every piece of furniture is attracted to every other piece. All the presents you got for your birthday are attracted to each other. A tennis ball is attracted to a marble. That sounds funny. Well, if all those things are attracted to each other, why don't they go running toward each other? What makes them stop? Well, they would do just that, except for the Earth itself. I don't understand. The bigger the object is, the stronger its attraction becomes. That is, a, a large object can attract small objects to it. And since the Earth is so very big, especially compared to your toys or you yourself, it has so much greater amount of attraction that it holds all other things to it. This attraction is called gravity. Why, if it wasn't for gravity, we'd all go flying off the Earth. When we say a thing is heavy, we mean that the Earth pulled strongly on it. If you were somewhere else, you might not weigh as much. What do you mean somewhere else? Well, for example, the Moon. If it were possible to go to the Moon, you'd weigh much less because the moon is smaller than the Earth and has less gravity. Gosh, the moon. I bet a lot of things would be different there. They surely would be. How would you like to take a make-believe trip to find out what the moon is like? Oh, I'd love it. Can Daddy come along? You just try and stop me. If anybody is going to take a make-believe trip to the moon, I insist on going along. All right, then. Let's get set. Close your eyes and you'll both come right along with me. Present. Present. Stand by. Close the space hatch. Ready to fire rockets. Ready to fire rockets. Ready to fire rockets. Fire. Well, we're off. 
Since the moon is about 239,000 miles from the Earth, it'll take us a little time to get there. While we're on our way, we might as well do a little sightseeing. We'll just open this metal shield here and... There, there it is. And we'll look out of this large plate glass window. Look! What is it? It's night, the sky's black, and yet the sun is shining. It's so bright and dazzling, and it has a bluish color. And how brilliant the stars are, too. That's because we've passed through the blanket of air that surrounds the Earth. It's the air, that same air that we breathe, that causes the sky to look blue. The sun's rays are scattered throughout the air, giving it a bright blue color. But up here, there is no air. So there is no blue sky, and there never can be one. The sun is out, but the sky is black. Let's settle back now for a while and rest, because there's lots to see when we get to the moon. All right, everybody get ready. We're coming in for a landing. Goodness, look! Look at the moon. Why, it seems to be nothing but whitish rock. That's right. You can see for yourself, the surface of the moon is made up of high mountains of that whitish rock and deep holes which we call craters. No rivers? No. There are no rivers or lakes or trees or flowers. In fact, we'll even have to put on spacesuits because there isn't any air. You couldn't even breathe on the moon. You'd better fasten your safety belts. We're going to land. Hold tight. This is it. Can we get out and look around? All right. But first we'll get into our spacesuits. And we'll have to connect our special message relayers. You know, you can't make sounds unless you have air. And we know there is no air on the moon. So we have to use the message relayers or we won't be able to talk to each other. Let's get dressed for our walk on the moon. There's a few things I want to take along with us. We'll need them to show you some interesting things about the moon. Let's see now, matches, a weighing scale, this baseball, and this thermometer. I guess that'll do it. Let's go. Even though it's only an imaginary trip, Jane, how would you like to be the first person on the moon? Really, Uncle Bill? Really the first person? I'd love it. Then go ahead, young lady. But walk slowly or you'll get a surprise. And take possession of it, Jane, just as Columbus took possession of America. You read about that in your history books. Oh, yes. Well, here goes. Stay close to me. We'll be right behind you. Of this moon in the name of the United States of America. Hooray! Bravo, Jane. Very well done. How quiet it is. I don't hear anything. What a place. There's nothing here. I told you. But we can still have a little fun. Well, fun how, Uncle Bill? Well, your father always used to brag about how good an athlete he was. Let's give him a chance to prove it. Now, wait a minute, Bill. That's not fair. I'm not as young as I used to be. Afraid, He's huh? He's not afraid, are you, Daddy? Of course not. Of course I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm just careful. We don't want you to do too much. Just throw this baseball. Well... Go ahead, Daddy. Let's see how far you can throw it. All right. Here goes. <clears throat> Gee, Willigers, what a throw. I bet nobody ever threw a baseball that far. It wasn't bad at that. I did pretty well. Of course. But I don't like to disappoint you. Almost anyone could have done it. Anyone? Why, Uncle Bill? There's much less gravity here. I'll show you. Put a penny in this scale and weigh yourself, Jane. Look! I only weigh 12 pounds. That's what it says on the card. And there's a fortune on the other side. Read it. All right, it says, what are you doing on the moon? 
Don't you know it's impossible? <laughs> what a silly fortune. Now, look at this thermometer. Wow, look at that heat. Yes, it gets pretty hot here, and pretty cold, too. When the sun shines on the moon, as it does for two weeks without stopping, it gets really hot. Then after the sun sets, everything gets pitch black and terribly cold. Then you've got your choice, either too hot or too cold. Exactly. You don't have weather at all. No rain, no snow. No floating dust because there's no air for the dust to float on. And you never have to wash because you don't get dirty. Say, when it gets really cold, couldn't you build a fire? That's why I brought these matches along. Go ahead, try to light one. All right. That one didn't seem to work. I'll try another. That one didn't work either. I'll try once more. Don't bother. None of them will work. What is this, a joke? Are they fake matches? No, there's nothing wrong with the matches. Then why didn't they light? You can't light a match because there's no air for the match to burn in. That's right. I forgot. You can't burn anything without air. Oh, look. What is it, Jane? Look up there in the sky. Isn't it beautiful? Why, it's our good old world. Yes, that's the earth, all right. It looks so beautiful, shining in a black sky. And you can see the continents and the ice around the North and South Poles. It looks more than four times as big as the moon looks to us from Earth. The whole thing looks light blue. And it shines with a kind of dull, hazy light. Yes, and if you could watch it night after night, you'd see it begins to change shape like the moon does. New Earth, Crescent Earth, Quarter Earth, and Fuller. It's all so wonderful, with all the stars around it shining so brightly in that black sky. Yep, that old world looks mighty good to me. Me too. I don't like being here on this old moon. I'd like to be back on Earth. All right, let's go back. Here we are at the spaceship. Let's get in. Good. I'm a man who likes his comfort. And speaking of comfort, let's get back to Earth. Okay, we're on our way. So you see, that's what it would be like if you could really go to the moon. Golly, it was exciting. I must admit that I enjoyed it, especially since it was all make-believe and I didn't have to get out of my easy chair. I'm a man who likes his comfort. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here on Earth. Uncle Bill, are we the only ones going around the sun? Oh, no. We have a lot of company. The Earth has a lot of brothers. Oh, brothers. Well, we'll call them brothers. Somebody once said that the sun was like a father, and the planets were like his children. And our moon, and all the moons of the other planets, they're called satellites. S-A-T-E-L-L-I-T-E-S. Well, those moons, or satellites, are like the grandchildren of the sun. How many are there? Uh, planets, I mean. Just counting the ones around our sun, there are nine that we know of. Their names are Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Just think, all those planets going around the sun makes me feel awfully small. We are all small, all of us. Very, very small compared to the wondrous wide space around us. There must be so many things to learn about the sky and the stars and the planets. Yes, and we're learning every day, all of us, from little girls and boys to the greatest scientists of our world, space. The sky and the stars and planets in it is a wide and endless frontier, just waiting for the pioneers of the future. We may never conquer it, but we try to learn about it. And we keep trying every day, every minute of our lives, trying to learn about the wonderful wonderland beyond the clouds, beyond the sun, in the far-off corners of the endless sky.